What is a battle axe block? Should you buy a battle axe block? Does a battle axe block go up in price as much as any other block of land? Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it this morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 488. What is a battle axe block? Should you buy yeah. one? What is the potential growth? A lot of, like, being uh, on the market, I think, uh, this. It, let's face it, a battle axe has bad stigma. So on this show, we'll address, is that stigma justified? Who buys them? Should you buy them? And ultimately, um, how is the growth with the battle axe block? But also privacy. I think um, a big concern that may steer buyers away from a battle axe is the perceived privacy um, and also the what perceived... What is a battle axe? Yeah. So what is it? I just... I was trying to beat the timer with this image. <laughs> Let me bring this up. So so block, we're talking about blocks of land and uh, you got your rectangle square block of land that faces the street. Here is the interpretation. So I oh, even got a diagram, Michael. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. And it looks like a... L. Well, one block. It looks like a battle axe. Yeah. Well, yeah. An axe, you, an axe that you use in battle or a battle that you... When you're in a battle, yeah, the axe that you have. <laughs> Yeah, good yeah, I can see the reference, but like, so what are buyers' concerns, Mark, when they see this, either uh, one or lot two? Is there a better, is there a worse? What is the, first of all, why is it like this? Let's go well back. Yeah, good call. Um, so why it's like that is the, they needed access. They had a massive, massive block of land and they needed access to the street and they wanted to get another block of land out of, they wanted to separate two blocks into one. So if you're separating two blocks into one, do you want to do two very, very, very long, very, very, very skinny? No. You want to do a regular shape block at the front, a regular shape block at the back, and then you want to do a driveway down the side, hence the battle axe block. Yeah, because obviously, obviously, ideally, you would almost rather the block not as deep but a lot wider. But if you think of a streetscape, if a block was double the width, you'd get far less houses on them. So there's a lot of core areas. If you look at um, some areas did different zoning, so you could just make them totally separate. Like if you look at Freshwater, probably because of the street configuration, like there's still some double blocks that go from one street to another, which could give two frontages but there's also yep. a lot of streets that back onto forest. So you can't create a rear access. You can't create a street or it's just not feasible to do so. So you've almost got to create a mini street on that block so you can have, as you said, two normal shaped blocks because realistically there's not really much difference from a house in lot one or two in that diagram to a, a, a house that's not a battle axe. The big difference is there's no backyard, 
to let's well it's a smaller backyard not there's no backyard you've gone from let's say a typical block was a thousand square meters you may have a 200 square meter house and then 600 square meters of land to play with um so but you may just, yeah you battle accent you have 400 square meters of okay. house 200, 200 and land in between now, people watching, I would love to know what you think of a battle axe block. Do you love them? Do you hate them? Why? What are the pros and what are the cons in your mind? Um, Michael, let's let's go through some positives about a battle axe block. Yeah, I think a big positive is it can sometimes be a lower entry point to buy the actual house. There's a lot cheaper. of people out there. Yeah, cheaper. Um, we go to, we'll skim through it. Cheaper. But also a good location without the noise sometimes. If you buy a lot, let's say you're on a main road and you don't want to be on a main road because you hear the cars go past, but you can buy the back block, then you've yes. got the accessibility without the noise. So that's a really good one as well. Um, and then also if it does have a smaller backyard, lower maintenance, it may just be all house really and so small boundaries. And that's what you need, lower maintenance, maybe downsizing from a – Big house, big backyard, don't want to go to a unit, don't want to go to a townhouse. Um, so what's right. the maintenance? Another benefit is generally with battle axe blocks, guys and girls, you're sitting in people's backyards. So because you're actually extended into the back of the block, you've obviously normally behind that battle axe block, you've got someone's backyard. Besides that battle axe block, you've got someone else's backyard. And back right of that battle axe block, you've got someone else's backyard. So often all, what I like about the battle axe block is there's a bit more distance between adjoining homes than traditionally what you would normally see with a normal block. Yeah. And then the negative to that is everyone's sort of looking back to you. So you feel like everyone's looking at you, but they're not. Because if you're side – think about it this way. If you're side by side, everyone – you sort of not looking left or right, but if you're behind, you sort of feel, even though you're not, you sort of feel it. So I think that's a big one as well. Some people, when they, I've had a, when you're standing in the home, they're just like, oh, there's their back door, there's their back door, there's their backyard. If they come out, they look at me. So I think some, some are done really well where they're not visible and that can just be naturally from treescapes. Some are quite exposed, as you can imagine. If it, you're around it, back in okay. So we talked about some pros, a lot of pros here. Let's talk about some negatives of, of a battle axe block. Uh, street, street, streetscape. So yep. I think um, you, you don't get that pretty house from the street that you drive past and look at. It's normally buried um, at the back of the block, um, which is good. So people, so just so you know, everyone, people generally prefer uh, a well, do not prefer, <laughs> it's a nice way of saying it, yeah. to have a battle axe. They, they would rather opt to have a normal street frontage. Um, so that's one. You don't get that pretty streetscape. Um, another thing as well, Michael, is, is often you don't get uh, vehicle access. So your vehicle access can be a little bit harder because you don't have multiple points of entry to the front of your block. Um, so if you're doing things like a pool or getting a heavy machine, like a put it getting in heavy machinery and stuff yes. it's that little bit harder what else is a negative on a, on a battle axe block why do people opt out why are battle axe blocks cheaper 
Yeah, I think that's a big one though, the access. Sometimes the road's not yours. So you're you're always, anything important or daily access can be impeded and you sort of feel like if I'm buying a house, I want it all to be mine. I don't want, I, I, I got out of a unit block where sharing driveways and sharing stuff because I wanted to get out of it. So I think that's a big one as well. Um, privacy from other adjoining neighbours is a big one. And no, and sometimes no backyard. Sometimes there are, some of those times those huge rock, but typically it's a much smaller backyard. There's, you can't really do a traditional granny flat out the back, so you, it takes away your second income potentially or third income of a house. Um, build, building that's, that's is more expensive. That's a, that's a big one. That's a, a massive one. one. Huge. Will it take a granny flat? Will a battle axe take a granny flat or not? Most generally, it's going to be hard to get a, a granny flat onto a battle axe. That's a bloody good reason not to buy a battle axe. Yeah. If you look at a lot of when you're downsizing, you put a granny flat at the back, it covers your little mortgage left or a bit of money to live on. So sometimes a battle, a battle axe may not be your forever home if, it, if you're stepping upwards because you want to have that ability on your later years to put it extra income. But you can always put a granny flat on top, um, do things like that, but it may be more difficult. So I think they're difficult Question. ones as well. And, yep. What's the price difference for a block of land that's battle axe and a block of land that's street frontage? I think sometimes it's hard to quantify with price, but it's more if you have 10 buyers, half of them automatically won't look at a battle axe. So where depending on what type of cycle you are in the market, the upswing of two like-for-like -like properties, land and everything, but one frontage, one battle axe, could be 50 grand, could be 500 grand, depending on the market, which we touched on other times. But the principle of it is less buyers would choose it. So it, has to, it would be generally a, less, a lesser price. I don't think there's a, you could say 10%, but it depends on the market swing. In a downward market, which we touched on last week, it may not be any different in price, but it sells. And the battle axe sits on the market for six months. Or in a up market like now, it goes for half a million dollars more. So I think it's just uh, be realistic, fewer buyers. So price difference? <laughs> fewer buyers is the difference. So it could mean 50 grand, it could mean 500 grand. So your and opinion, no price difference? No, huge price difference. But you can't... 10%? Well, 10% is fair. Yeah, but it's not It's not about the dollars. It's less buyers equal less dollars. So depending on what position Look, the market. I'll I, I, I tell you what I think it's important. Um, at the moment, what people what people really forget about is, is a, when you look at property values, guys, they are really tied into land. Land is an appreciating asset. The house... The actual house itself is a depreciating asset. The actual yes. house itself is a depreciating asset. And I saw that with Red Hill. You know that new estate that sold with all those brand new homes. Uh, I can't remember the name of it again, but um, yeah, up, not in Red Hill. Up in up in uh, sorry, um, Terry Hills. Oh. Terry Hills on on the golf course. They, um, these particular houses sold for a million dollars for a brand new house. Yeah. 
and a million dollars for a block of land that the house sat on. Sat on. What got me was though was over twenty years there wasn't that good that the, the the capital growth wasn't that good and I couldn't understand why because I looked but what actually happened was that land doubled and doubled in value again but the value of the house went down because it went mm. from a brand new million dollar house to a twenty year old house which were big homes which needed a lot of work to get them back up to spec again. Here's my point, bringing it back to Battleaxe. Land, you're buying land. Land is good. So guys and girls who are looking out there, um, if you are buying a house for $2 or $3 million, say $2 million, that's a Battleaxe, probably about five to 700000 is going to be the value of the house and probably mm. about one and a half is going to be the land value. A lot of it's going to be land value. So if going back to your figures, Michael, about land value, um, you are buying for 10% cheaper, which then equates to more house for your money, more bang for your buck. So if you are really on a budget and you really um, can't afford the house that you want to buy, have a serious, serious look at Battleaxe because you are getting more for your money house-wise, less for your money block-wise. Could be important. Lisa Novak just sold one, a great one in Motorvale. It's away from um, it's away from a busy a busy road. It had views, uh, was elevated, rear block, smashed the price, talk it up, three point one. And seventeen fifty on top of that, so just over three point one that got. Have a look at this. Now, Michael, back to your figures. You reckon this on a conventional block is about three point five in Monaval, but these yeah. guys got about four hundred grand off because it, because it was a battle axe. So it's three 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 five on a normal block of land, but discounted slightly because it was a battle axe block. Yeah. And for the family, they're getting the same size home, but 400 grand cheaper. So it's a really good stepping stone. It's a really good home. So it it doesn't have to be a stepping stone. It could just be that's a home and that's their budget and they got everything they needed. They don't want to, yeah. So I I think it's just, um, I reckon they're good. A lot of the time they're really good buyers because back to my point before, less buyers get caught up in the stigma and they just won't look at it. They see a B next to a house number and they're like, nah, not going. They see yeah. a one slash 24, they're like, nah, not going. I'll, I want it all off. That's sort of the vibe. But you're still getting it all. Still Torrance title. You can still do what you want. At the end of the day, that neighbor in front is no closer than the neighbor to behind you to the side. So, but it does minimize granny flat potential, bigger home potential. But sometimes a lot of people don't okay. need that. So yeah, I think and that is that is that is a bit of a clue that if you if you want to see if it's a granny flat when you're on the internet, if it's an A, a B, or a variation of a full number, it could most possibly be a uh, a battle axe. But that's a show. That's a show. That's Thank battle you, axes. Everyone. Battle axe with Cheers. Team Novak. That's See us. you guys. Bye.